time for the show. Let's get to going. Hey, this is Drew here with my little sister, Ashley. Hello. Hi there. <laughs> and you are listening to New Release, a TV podcast where we watch something new. I'll take it from here and then decide if we want more. Is that right? Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Good so, job. I'm not going to say this every week, but now we're on like episode three of the new format. So 168 overall episodes of new release. But we're really, I think we'll see <laughs> as we go <laughs> on this recording today. But I think the concept is finding its groove because we have like some history of things we started off watching. We've watched um, The Idol, we've watched Platonic, and now we're going to be watching a third show. So each week we can kind of like uh, give a recap if we've been keeping up with anything from past weeks and then we can talk about the main event. So Ashley, how are you liking um, the first three episodes of the idol? Um, well, the first one's the only one I've watched, so <laughs> I'm okay, not yeah. kept up at all. <laughs> that was a trick question. I know. <laughs> yeah. I knew you didn't watch episode two last week and I assumed you wouldn't watch episode three, but I did. Okay. So is it yeah. getting better? <laughs> no, it I wouldn't say it's getting better, but it's just mm. getting equally intriguing and it's like satire of this kind of cult leader played by the weekend. We've talked about the problems with that character, lacking charisma. Nothing really yeah. changes with his performance, but it, the the plot certainly makes him more and more involved in her life you know he's he he now lives with her so that only took oh, a very great. short period of time not just him but his entire like you know um cadre of of awesome. followers as well like i mentioned last week the other people that were cast on the show are interesting and um mm -hmm. there are musical performances throughout the show not by jocelyn that i think are are pretty compelling so I'm choosing to kind of look at this as like an immersive or like a long form uh, music video that, okay. you know, I think by the standards of music video storytelling, it's pretty interesting. Um, mm -hmm. That's not a diss on music videos. It's just usually they don't have that much time to like really spend a narrative. But if you look at this like a six hour music video <laughs> with like um, an hour of music in it, maybe. Um, mm -hmm. probably not even that much, then I think it's kind of an achievement in that regard. Okay. And it does showcase some interesting performances. Um, it does keep going in weird, depraved directions with um, sort of a, a much darker version of the Pretty in Pink uh, shopping scene with The weekend and Jocelyn. So okay. there's some, some masturbation and some, some sex and, and, uh, you know, defiling of Dolce mm -hmm. & Gabbana clothing. I think it was all right um, <laughs> to look forward to if you ever get there, but probably not. <laughs> yeah. I, and I wanted to correct the statement I've been making the last couple of weeks that there would be five episodes. There's actually six. So oh, this okay. is the official halfway point. So you're going to watch all of them. 
Yeah, at this point, the last episode was 45 minutes, so they're not like getting longer. I mean, they're like, uh, they move pretty quickly. I find kind of the the drama surrounding how Jocelyn is, is letting these toxic people into her life, whether the weekend is that much more toxic than just the, the general, like, you know, um, managers and, and people that are, um, you know, profiting from her celebrity anyway, you know, like Mm -hmm. he's much more of a straight up villain, but there's obvious parallels to the rest of the people in her life. Okay. Yeah, I won't. Yeah. I won't watch it, but I'm excited to hear a recap of it every week. <laughs> yeah. Well, now, yeah, now that you've had a couple weeks pass, you're fully just, I'm just out, content. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's how it works with TV. Like you, this will be an interesting exercise because we're going to force ourselves to watch uh, at least the first episode of some new stuff. Mm-hmm. But if it doesn't catch your attention and you have to wait a week, you're going to lose momentum on yeah. a lot of different things. And you were like willing to give it a chance, but enough other things popped up in your life and your TV life <laughs> that you yeah. don't feel compelled <laughs> to revisit it. And I can't like, I couldn't change your mind anyway, but I'm, I'm not right. going to try. So <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you happen? You probably didn't watch the new season of, or the new premiere of righteous gemstones either. Huh? I did not know, but I did yeah. like the first few episodes of the first season. I just never got back into it. I thought it was really entertaining, but I just yeah. didn't. I would highly recommend picking that up at some point whenever there's a lull in your schedule. Um, at this point in season three, it's really just kind of like enjoying spending time with Danny McBride and Adam uh, Devine and the. Um, character who play or their sister Judy. I I don't know the actress's name, but the the mm-hmm. core like siblings have a really fun rapport. John Goodman is their dad, and yeah. there's like horror elements in this um, season three premiere where someone's like oh. stalking a character with a wrench. Um, there's hmm. like motorcycle chases in season two. <laughs> like they they get to experiment with a lot of different. Um, tones and genres mm. in the show in addition to just being like really funny and, and ridiculous. Um, there's the smut busters that um, there, there's all this like making fun of of um, the most gay characters on the show are like, you know, constantly uh, kind of masking their homosexuality with through the lens of the church. So <laughs> they assemble um, like a youth group to round up sex toys from shops. <laughs> and so they're just like, they have like the thing that always amazes me about Danny McBride shows is like, I guess it's okay to have like, um, I don't know with age group, like 10 to 12 year olds, like handling dildos and stuff is mm-hmm. like, <laughs> they seem to get away with more, um, edgy humor. Nothing like, like the, uh, idol is doing, trying to do edgy, um, material in a really straightforward way, mm-hmm. but something about the tone of Danny McBride shows allow them to go really edgy with the characters. They really kind of skewer certain um, aspects of of the church, which I mean, like I think it's offensive only to the people that would be at the most like you know 
extreme end of the commercial end of the spectrum. They're they're skewering like people profiting off of religious beliefs and turning it into a mega corporation, not making fun of people with genuine faith. Right. <laughs> but all of that is just kind of like so over the top and in and, and blunt that uh, I always wonder like um, are people actually offended or is it just funny? You know, like, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm not offended, but um, I'm not necessarily the subject. Well, mm-hmm. n- you, you know, like I, I don't really relate to the subjects being skewered. So, right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, I recommend checking that out. Those are my updates. Have you been watching anything that we're not um, scheduled to Reviewing? talk about? Um. <laughs> I'm watching the Junior Bake Off Great British Baking Show. So, no. With kids? Really. Yeah, it's really cute. <laughs> so, I've been watching that a lot. <laughs> they use easy bake ovens or. No, they're ones? like legit chefs yeah. or like not chefs, but they're like in training, I guess, but they're nine years old to like 13 or 15. So, it's pretty impressive. Makes wow. me feel like me heating up a pizza is, you know, pretty sad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Step up your game. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's some good filler content in between mm-hmm. heavier stuff so speaking of that what are <laughs> what are we watching this week we are watching some episodes of black mirror yeah did i i'm gonna play the trailer first and then you can give your synopsis is that what we sure. want to do okay. yeah sounds good none of this is right i love this yowza i love it oh do you <laughs> It's all anyone can talk about. What the fuck is this? How the fuck is this? Yeah, so that trailer is doesn't say much. It's a montage of yeah six episodes of Black Mirror that came out with season six, all all out now on Netflix. But yeah, what um how do you want to approach this? We don't even know necessarily how many or which episodes each other watched. <laughs> so I don't know if you're going to give a synopsis of the show in general, the season, the episodes we watched. What what do you want to do? I mean, we know we watched one episode the same. So, yep. you watched Lock Henry, right? Yes. Okay. So, Lock Henry is basically about these two people that want to make a documentary, they go back to one of the the guy's hometowns and there ends up being like another interest of this like crazy serial killer that's in their town that was discovered and all this crazy shit happens and it becomes a different type of documentary. That's all I'll yep. say. <laughs> y- yeah, like so this one, a black mirror in general is like Twilight Zone or Outer Limits where they take yeah. a kind of like aspect of society make tell a story about it in black mirror it was typically technology or future focused like mm-hmm. what if this one thing gets really out of hand like you can rewind 15 seconds of of your life and 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 redo it or um you know like social media episodes things things like that this one yeah. was basically satirizing it was basically a straight up true crime episode until the last five minutes when they kind of show a future montage. Yep. <laughs> but other than that, it was, it was like 
they the this couple goes to a remote Scottish island. I picked this episode because of the title, but it has nothing to do with the a Loch Ness monster. I didn't really read the description. <laughs> I also <laughs> thought that the the thing that they're gonna discover was a Loch Ness monster as well. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I saw Sleepy Scottish Town, which sounded cool, and then mm-hmm. I saw the title, and that was about about all I did to make my yep. decision. And um but they it, they're going to make like an like a kind of slice of life artful documentary about this guy who protects eggs, eggs. from an egg <laughs> yeah. thief. Uh, yep. <laughs> so something really kind of trivial and then he confesses that his father like the the a boyfriend is like telling his girlfriend that his father was wrapped up in the the capture of this um serial killer and the girl's like well that's obviously a way better right <laughs> documentary why don't we do that mm-hmm. um and then yeah the plot and then it, it it starts to um unfold that the guy that we think was the killer wasn't um there's a drunk like um bar owner who we kind of think he might have been involved but yeah. i don't know how do you want to reveal the twist or do you want to just like talk about the effect of the episode um, maybe talk about the effect of the episode. It's still, I, I have to say, for Black Mirror, even though that episode is like forty-five minutes long, it feels like a movie, and that's what I like. Like yeah. that's my main. Like I feel like it's good plot. It's interesting. There's a twist, and then it's over. And it's not an hour and a half, two hours. It's really well yeah. done. Um, minus, and I was gonna watch a different Black Mirror episode or another one, but it was like an hour and a half long, so I need to think about that. Yeah. Well, you get. Just the format itself, it sounds like the anthology format you really like. Basically, mm-hmm. you get the best of both worlds. You get um, like that you get with a TV show because you kind of know what to expect tonally from Black, yeah. a Black Mirror episode, but you get a whole new plot and it feels like a satisfying experience. We were going to mm-hmm. do like a Black Mirror esque concept for how we watch the episodes. Didn't really, <laughs> I didn't really come up with a great idea. So we just like picked independently our favorites or the ones that yep. jumped out at us. And the one that we both picked was Locke Henry um, <laughs> for the reasons I described <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for pretty for trivial reasons. That wasn't. Um, yeah. <laughs> where, what's your relationship with true crime stories? Do you consume a lot of those? Uh, a lot of podcasts. Yeah. My but, favorite yeah, murder. I mean, Isn't that one of yours? Yeah. My favorite murder. There's a couple of them. I like listening to those when I go on walks, which I don't know if that's the best way to listen, but um as far as like watching documentaries and stuff, I think it's getting like there's so many of them that they're starting to lose their their luster, which is like a shitty word to say, but they're just not as exciting to me as they once were because there's just too many. And that's probably what Black, this Black Mirror episode's kind of touching on too. It's just yeah, like, well, so why create this when you can create this, which is more exciting and everyone else is doing it. Exactly. They're like, we're not going to, but we're not going to make a tacky one. Yeah. It's going to be um, elegant but- and have these cool shots and yeah. And then, of course, that's exactly what it turns into. Yeah. I mean, do you find that it's it's um, it's tickling, or I don't know the right word, but it is like pretty clever. How um, this is a Netflix show, and they give the creator free reign. They do this on like BoJack. They do this on a lot of different shows where they'll make fun of Netflix on, yeah. in the content, <laughs> but they create this service. That runs through at least two of the Streamberry. episodes I've watched. Streamberry, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and Netflix is like 
exploiting the true crime genre more um, as much, if not more than pretty much any other platform. And they're making fun of that on their own platform. Uh, How do you feel about like, is that shameless or is that kind of like them being self-aware at all? Do they get credit for that? Mm, I don't think they get credit for it. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I mean, they get the the most minor amount of credit for letting the creator of these shows do it, but in not, you know, making them like, I I don't know. Like, I I think it serves their interest to make fun of themselves, but they are making fun of themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they use like the literal interface and everything. I know. It's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, letting themselves be like, I think it's just more, I don't know, the person that created this Black Mirror episode and they're like, saw it and they're like, oh yeah, they're making fun of Netflix. We're Netflix. That's fine. Whatever. We have so much money. Who cares? Like, it's well, just- but they, I mean, but they've been making, they've been working with Charlie Booker and um, a English dude who's, who created the show. Like mm-hmm. they're funding it. He didn't just write the episode. Like, I mean, it's a Netflix show. Right. So, but like, it only serves them like in a benefit because Black Mirror is so successful. So yeah. like, why wouldn't they? They'd be like, yeah, do whatever you want. We don't care. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I I guess in the, they, they probably have like, it seems like they have strong opinions in the type of things that get made, but then they give their creators quite a bit of freedom on mm-hmm. the actual content, like how long they want episodes of Stranger Things to be. Like you mentioned, <laughs> some of these episodes run closer to like movie length than mm-hmm. others. Um I I talked to a friend Jen who watched all the episodes over oh, the wow. weekends. I'm sure a lot of people did, mm-hmm. and because um, there's only what five of them. Well, you said six earlier, but I thought there was five. Oh, you said six for um, Idol, yeah, six for five. Idol, yeah, five yeah. for Black Mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, and she actually said that that Locke Henry was her least favorite. Um, oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, because okay. and I also find that Locke Henry is the least like. Um, technology focus. Tech, well, I've yeah. only watched two, but I'm thinking more in the. There's plenty of episodes in the whole series that don't just like take a piece of a piece of future tech and mm-hmm. riff on that. But this one was, yeah, much more about making fun of the true crime genre than than actual uh, tech, yeah, than technology in general. Mm-hmm. What did you think of the? I I mean I don't think we really even need to spoil the twist, but what did you think of like the end once the documentary gets made and it kind of switches to like the awards circuit? It made me really sad. Yeah, because <laughs> then I was like, well, that's probably how it is. It's like all these like true crime things. You're like, oh, you won for you know, and it's always like close to home, and that's what like makes it so compelling. But then it's like the person's getting destroyed essentially and watching like their life play out. So it yep. made me really sad. <laughs> Yeah, the production company didn't really care that much until one of the characters, well, not only one of the characters dies, but also like kind of one of the characters, you know, gets yeah closer to the source yeah. material. And then they just completely turn it into all the like flashy editing, all the kind of um, tropes of, mm-hmm. of um, documentary or like true crime filmmaking on display and it gets uh, awarded for doing all of that the people at the bar like his friend um his best friend back home works at a bar so he's having like a viewing party yeah um, which is now the bar's full because this has brought like um tourism back to mm-hmm. the town 
um, for, you know, disturbing reasons. Yeah. So it, it, did it make you personally feel weird about consuming true crime content? Because I think that's what all of the episodes of Black Mirror, that mean, yeah. it's called Black Mirror. <laughs> yeah. No, it definitely, it, it definitely did. So, I mean, yeah. I don't watch a lot of like true crime and like real true crime. I watch like spoof stuff and like whatever. And I do listen to it. Um, but it did make me feel guilty, which is good. Made me feel something. <laughs> yeah. So Ashley is awful, is what we're saying. Um, <laughs> did you watch any other episodes? I did watch Jonah's Awful, and okay. I watched another episode too. Ooh, okay. Another Can't wait to hear about the surprise one. Um, yeah. Drew is also awful. He watched that <laughs> episode. Um, I'm glad. I I didn't think it really mattered to go in order, but no, you could see like a tile for Lock Henry and um, Jonah's Awful. I feel like Jonah's Awful was a good first episode. They they yeah. intentionally ordered it that way. So I'm glad I went back and watched that one because it mm-hmm. felt like it very much uh, satirizing the the technology oh, things yeah. that the deep fakes, um algorithmically mm-hmm. generated content that's tailored for our worst um <laughs> uh interests or you know our like our basest interests. So what yeah, what did you think of Jonah's awful? CGI everything. Um, it was really interesting. <laughs> I was just, just like, it was kind of a wild ride to go on. Um, Salma Hayek was fucking awesome. Yep. Which I knew she would be. She's like a great actress anyway, but it was just like a, such a cool thing to see her in like such a different role. Um, yeah, very dark comedy. I mean, like her, yeah. she was really enjoying the comedic aspects of it, <laughs> it seems like. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, no, I thought it was really good. And I really like that actress from Shits Creek, and I can't remember her name. At. Mm, is she, is she the main Joan? Well, yeah. sort of well, the main Joan. She's not the main Joan, but <laughs> she is the main Joan the most screen time. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Can you sum up the premise? <laughs> oh, can I? Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, so the main character's name is Joan and she works as this organization. Maybe she's an HR. I'm not really sure what she does, um, but she works for the board and the employees, whatever. So she lets his employee go. She's doing some shady shit on the side, even though she has a fiance, um, meets her like ex fling, whatever. She comes home, her and her fiance are going to try and find a show on Streamberry slash Netflix. And they come across a show that's called Jonah's awful, which is her name. And she has these crazy like blonde streaks in the front of her face. And Salma Hayek has those too. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, Oh, this is interesting. Let's watch this show. This is so weird. And then it turns out being like a little bit, drama dramatic dramatized yeah thank you i was like dramatized um (laughs) dramatized version of her life and everyone's watching it it's not just for her viewing which is crazy yeah Yeah, so it it basically is like 98 percent beat for beat the day she just had where she had to fire someone um unjustly but like it wasn't even her decision she's just passing on the decision of a board and doing it in a pretty callous way but like i mean not, not awful it, no not an awful way but then the way it's, yeah. she's portrayed is awful yeah and so then <laughs> so. they crank it up like they crank it up you know enough to make mm-hmm. it not sympathetic whatsoever in yeah. the tv version but if you just literally look at the events she's also not very sympathetic she does yeah. um go on a date or go out to meet her ex kisses him all these things like 
in isolation, I guess like she could have she could have rationalized. She goes to her therapist. She says that her new um boyfriend is vanilla. Even his yeah. cooking is is bland. And so like yeah. he sees all of this unfold on the show mm-hmm. and she's like, Well, I didn't say it like that, but I mean <laughs> but she ultimately, still it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ultimately she's kind of like outed publicly for um her worst tendencies. Mm-hmm. And um then it goes into a direction of like how is this even possible that they could be like creating a show yeah. so quickly? <laughs> and it goes into like um you know, like Selma Hayek isn't even performing the role. It's completely uh, deep faked, computer generated. Yeah, it's her likeness. And, <laughs> yeah. And like, how are they even getting the content? I guess because everything is being tracked and, and monitored. And how are they personalizing content for all of the, the users on Streamberry because they know everything about them? So, all again, like Netflix is embracing what most the most like cynical people might say about what they do and um kind of uh, dramatizing or drama drama dramatizing um the (laughs) most (laughs) like extreme version of what people actually do think Mm -hmm. like if you're talking on your about something in your kitchen and then all of a sudden you see an ad for it it, your phone was listening to you like yeah for sure and uh, maybe it takes it to such an extreme level to where people can kind of like laugh it off but mm-hmm. i think a lot of people are like yeah exactly this is <laughs> yeah. this is what's gonna happen so well, i don't know i, I think, thought that yeah I, thought that was yeah, interesting. I, was, I thought it was really interesting too and i would say like this is like the black mirror episode that you're like okay this is black mirror exactly like black henry yeah. is very different and i actually really liked it because i like like true crime and murder mysteries and serial killers and whatever but when I watched this one, I was like, oh, yeah, like it's back to its roots. Like this is what its you know main focus is. Yeah, I want to play a clip from the... Com- like, so there's a person interviewing the CEO of Streamberry and asking kind of like um, how they come up with their content. She's like just completely transparent about, oh, we're using this yeah. quantum computer to see, you know, computer generate. Oh, mm-hmm. The other thing they make fun of is like notoriously opaque um, user agreements. So they <laughs> yep. have everyone in the show that's gets um, you know portrayed has has like signed off on in some kind of like you know page uh, forty eight paragraph eight of some document that they just scan through on their phone. So yeah, that's a common thing that people um, uh, criticize tech companies for as well as like burying lots of permissions deep within. Um, user agreements but but yeah I thought this this portion of the episode here was what I found kind of like summed up the cynical you know mm-hmm. dark worldview that Black Mirror takes why awful why is it all so negative yeah I know that's a great question Fatima um, we did try more affirmative content in the test cell, but we found that um, our subjects just didn't buy it. It didn't chime with their neurotic view of themselves. What we found instead was when we focused on their more weak or selfish or craven moments, it confirmed their innermost fears and put them in a state of mesmerized horror, which really drives engagement. They literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so they had like brian is awesome as a tile on the screen and they tried they tried like, you know mm, no. affirmative content but 
nobody yeah. nobody bought it nobody was interested um and yeah the person interviewing her so it's Joan is awful is the thing everyone's watching but they're quickly trying to turn that around into everyone watching a show about themselves like TikTok would be an example of like what people uh, claim is like one of the most addictive algorithms for them like serving you things that you can't look away from or you know didn't even know you would be interested in but they'll just kind of like throw random shit at you and then <laughs> and then kind of read all your behaviors in order mm-hmm. to um customize the feed for you so all that's pretty disturbing <laughs> yeah very disturbing because you watch social dilemma right the documentary about. no i don't think i watched all of it i i mean okay. i remember reading about it i can't remember if i watched it or not okay all right well no same worries. sub but that's the same subject matter and that was on netflix yeah. right yep sure was <laughs> yeah yeah i mean netflix is a giant tech company exploiting all of these technologies and you know making content about them it's very meta the episode gets super meta as well yeah, when michael, michael Sarah <laughs> pops in which i loved um mm-hmm. he doesn't show up in enough stuff twin yeah. peaks the return and now this i don't really know what else he's done in between <laughs> in between those two things but yeah i don't know did you like this episode more than uh lock henry well lock henry doesn't really make you think so yeah i mean i like this one better mm. hmm. they're very different they're very different yeah. like lock henry doesn't feel like a black mirror episode at all so until the end I, until the end but that's why i kind of liked it because i was like oh this is not what i expected and all the other black mirror episodes potentially are going to be very like tech focused so i thought lock henry was pretty good um i don't know if i liked one over the other to be honest okay well that's kind of the beauty of this um anthology style is that you can capture different tones and different stories and and um, do a lot of different things. So I'm really curious if you want to give me a sneak preview of whatever else you watched. I watched the one that I thought you were going to watch. Papar- <laughs> I watched uh, Maisie, oh, yeah. Macy's, Day, Macy's Day about the paparazzi. Um, basically, this famous person has a hit and run and then she like, goes in, like to hiding from paparazzi and stuff. Um, I didn't watch that one. There was a Miley Cyrus one that was about a pop star. I felt like it was maybe similar to that. Or I mean, that's the reason it didn't jump out at me immediately. But I don't know. How did did Um, you like that one? I would say I wouldn't watch it. Oh, wow. Just skip it it all together. Yeah, I didn't like it at all. (laughs) Well, I'll at least save it for the end. Because yeah. Um, I, I think there's two of them. Let's see. Beyond the Sea is set in 1969, so that's that's the longer one you were talking about. But mm-hmm. it's an alternate, like an alternate non-future, but it might be futuristic because it's it's an alternate like universe. Um, yeah. And then there's a 1979 one. So <laughs> I'm really curious that they have two like period um, uh, specific episodes and how they're going to work in kind of like um, a retro future aesthetic maybe yeah and aaron paul's in the beyond the sea one so i really wanted to yeah. watch that but i just and josh hartnett and kate mara oh there's a lot of people in this oh one. i should have watched that one yeah <laughs> josh hartnett kate mara rory culkin yeah. okay i'm gonna watch that one tonight yeah i'm gonna watch that one too <laughs> yeah um, well we'll definitely be able to give an update on uh more of the black mirror episodes next week but promising start um do you are there any kind of like um 
old episodes of Black Mirror or just thoughts on Black Mirror in, in, in general that came up as you were watching these new ones? Um, I kind of thought about that one episode. Oh my gosh, I can't remember her name. With the redhead where they had like rating scores to do certain things. Um, yeah, shoot. like it was basically like your credit. Everyone was assigned yeah, like, like a your credit, credit score, score. But it was like, oh, you spilled a coffee on someone, you didn't apologize or whatever. Your credit goes down. You can't get on this flight, blah, blah, blah. I thought that one was, I still think that's like one of their best episodes. Yeah. Um, and that was the first one I ever watched of Black Mirror. So it really stuck in my head. Nosedive is the one's called. Cast, but yep. <laughs> yep. we should we need to work in more of, of those sounds um but but yeah i um there's san junipero which everyone oh, always brings yeah. up where yeah. they go into that like when they're aging they go into like an alternate reality where they can be together i think it's set in the 80s so that's a fun yeah, that's really aesthetic cool. <laughs> um mm-hmm. but yeah i don't know i was just like scanning through all the old episodes and and Though I would say the downside of an anthology, even though there's been like, I don't know, fewer than eight episodes per season, is as I'm scanning back through them, I'm like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot that I've, I've you kind of forget about them more quickly because you don't spend a whole season with the same characters, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's harder to have like a re- an ongoing relationship with any story or or you know group of characters obviously but just the the breadth of uh topics that they've been able to cover in tones that they've been able to capture um is is really neat well and that like all that set design like those the one that was like a star trek episode i don't know yep. remember that one but like to go through all of that just for like one episode i don't know <laughs> just like they really go all out for each one for 45 minutes so it's really impressive. Um, one one thing I forgot to yeah. mention on Joan is awful is they get into once we find out that Joan is just a simulation of <laughs> a, a person. This is basically Matrix territory or simulation yeah. theory where what if we are just computer generated characters in a higher or more advanced civilizations simulation. So mm-hmm. like they're testing out different ideas or getting entertainment from us being a simulation. And so the Joan that we're watching <laughs> is an alpha Joan or prime yep. primal primary Joan. Um, and then so Joan in the simulation, if she even <laughs> believes that what Michael Sarah is saying before they punch him uh, <laughs> <laughs> is like, if she kills the, if she destroys the um, quadro computer or what's it called? It has Quantum. a dumb name. It's like quantum computer. That's what it's, it's supposed to be. Quantum, but they like say it in a dumb way. They abbreviate it and make it. Yeah, yeah. sounds quantum yeah. computer or something. Yeah, it's like quantum um, computer. Quantum, quantum yeah. or something. Yeah. So anyway, if she destroys that, then she could theoretically be just destroying herself. Um, yeah. So, and I think that's that's actually the decision that she makes, which just means that like the Joan in closer to actual reality if not primary reality is free or you know is kind of like made that decision in her head i don't don't actually know what it means psychologically (laughs) um but she has a breakthrough sort of with her therapist Mm -hmm. after that so we see primary joan kind of trying to it, it's a happy ending sort of it's super happy ending. she ends up having a coffee shop that she wanted yeah. to do when she was a kid and then the other joan shows up 
Annie, I forgot her, yeah. I forgot her name, shows up. So, but I was confused because I thought once I think it destroyed that, like that memory would be gone. Like I didn't think that she would like go see her at the coffee shop. Like I didn't understand that layer. But yeah, I'd have to, I'd have to really try to wrap my head around it to, <laughs> to answer that. But basically, probably like the Joan we were seeing in Selma Hayek, like they're wiped out. Mm-hmm. Um, or not, I don't know. It's or it's just kind of like a psychological um, trial that she's going through, and then she can kind of like move on with her her life, um, having had these simulated characters play out this this dramatic experience. Yep, Annie Murphy. That's her name. I knew I was yeah. like Annie something. Um, All right. Yeah. Well, um, that's probably it for Black Mirror for now. Um, I don't think we're going to do Choose Your Character this week because there are a lot of them. <laughs> um, which Annie or which um, Joan? Which Annie? Which Joan uh, did you most closely relate to? <laughs> None of them. Not Sam Hikes, Joan. Not Sam Hikes, Joan. Although the scene of like them like pooping in the church was ridiculous. Oh yeah, that was insane. She <laughs> she turns into like Harley Quinn, which is funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, in order to get Sam Hikes' attention, Joan is trying to like defame her character and then she realizes like Salma Hayek doesn't even have any control over how she's depicted it does work it gets Salma's attention but Salma also has no um, sway at Streamberry because she's already signed off on her likeness to be used in any way I mean these are real dilemmas that people are uh, the famous people and normal people are kind of contemplating in the semi near future so We'll see how that pans out. Mm -hmm. But okay. So um, we have to answer the key question. Do we want more? Yeah. Um, Yes. I already watched the third (laughs) episode. So I'm going to probably watch at least the one we just talked about um, with Aaron Paul. Yeah. I'm going to watch that one. There's no rush. I mean, because the narrative is all um, self-contained. That's the nice thing. Yeah. I didn't. I wanted to watch at least two. I'm glad I did before we recorded, but I didn't feel like I needed to watch all of them. Um, But maybe for the next show that we're going to talk about in a second, it's going to we're going to have to decide what our what our plan for that is. Oh no! Blood pressure. Before we do that, um, let's. uh, What do you want to add to the gift shop? So each week when we watch a show, we take something from that show and add it into our gift shop to sell. Right now, we have a really tiny bikini in a vial from the idol. We have a charm <laughs> necklace. <laughs> um, we have a charm necklace from what show? Do, oh my gosh, what show do we watch? Oh, Platonic. That's right. Yep. It's going to have like a, a new release charm necklace. And then I guess, are we taking this from Lock Henry or from Jonah's Awful? Or I mean, just kind of Black Mirror in general. I mean, season six, I guess, in general. So mm. that I know that's pretty broad. I mean, it could be like, it it should probably be some kind of piece of of um, equipment, intoxicating but disturbing technology. Yeah, like yeah, like some like AI camcorder or some type of like mixing the old with the new. Yeah, basically like a new release recorder that you can carry on you at all times, and maybe we'll like um, use your audio from your life in oh the gosh. in the episode. <laughs> so a new terrible. release tracker. Yeah, sounds great. <laughs> Sign me up. I mean, that's what's funny about 
the Jonah's awful episode is once they realize what's happening, she's about to have sex with, um, with her old boyfriend. And he's like having trouble performing because he knows it's (laughs) going to be dramatized. And he spends it in a, in a way that was pretty insulting and hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was supposed to be funny. Um, he's like, I can't get it up because, um, I know it's being, I know it's so public, but also Salma Hayek is going to be the character that my character can't get it up for. So that's a lot of pressure. Like, I don't <laughs> want to be the guy who can't get it up for Salma Hayek. And yep. Joan's like, but you can't get it, but it's, it would be okay if you couldn't get it up for me. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. It's such a weird, like, yeah, it was oh, fun. Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> Um, okay. So yeah, we'll track your every move, bathroom, bedroom, um, and just boring, mundane, like singing in the car. And if any of it, um, suits our needs, we'll broadcast it on the episode. Great. Get them while they're hot. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What's, what's next? Um, okay. So I don't know if I kind of want to talk about what we're going to watch next week. Yeah, I want to talk about this evil dead situation. Oh, okay. I wish I was yeah. an investigative reporter <laughs> because Warner brothers agreed to this 45 day release window, like way back during the pandemic. Um, whereas any th- things could have like a 45 day theatrical run. Mm-hmm. It's already gone way past that to where it's still only premium video. Like so it's either doing so well in $20 <laughs> rentals or still in theaters to where they refuse to put it on Max. Like, I mean, and I almost mean that. Like, good for them. Like, they're it, it must still be making money, um, like in in rentals for yeah. for them to not put it out yet because it's been almost three months, I think, since the release um, date. So something. I'm just really curious that they're breaking that um, model for Evil Dead for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's still in theaters. It's not anywhere around us anyway. Yeah. Um, I did rent another movie for twenty dollars. Well, it was six dollars. It dropped. The Pope's Exorcist came out, so I watched that. Yeah. Do you recommend? No. <laughs> I do not. All right. <laughs> I like Russell Crowe, but no, it's it's a it's skippable. So I'm glad we didn't rent it for twenty when you were here then. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so. Yeah, it wasn't very good. Yeah. Um. Okay. So then, can we talk about what we're watching next week? Yeah, the only other thing I wanted to mention, which oh, we're yeah. not going to watch, is a new Disney Plus show with uh, Samuel L. Jackson, a new Marvel show called Secret Invasion. Yeah. Um, have you watched any of the the Disney Plus Marvel shows? No. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> well, was Wanda, is WandaVision Disney Plus? Yeah, WandaVision. Well, I watched one episode and I was like, eh, I'm not into it. And then I never went back. So I, I did the same for Loki. I, I've heard lots of them are. I, I wanted to watch She-Hulk. I wanted to watch. Um, <laughs> I did not want to watch just Marvel, maybe. Um, I, I, I bet a lot of them are pretty good. Yeah. I just don't have time for in addition to the mediocre me, uh, feature mm-hmm. releases. I don't need to be watching the, you know, 10 hours of the show. Maybe the show's better. The shows are better than the movies, but I, I can't keep I up know. with with both. Yeah, not into really either. Not really into Marvel that much. So yeah, but we're we're gonna try on this uh, this portion of the episodes to like highlight new things that are coming out. Um, I think most people would already have that on their radar if they're interested. But mm-hmm. um, just wanted to mention we won't be watching that. So yeah, what are <laughs> we watching, Ashley? The Bear season two, Jeremy Allen yep. White. 
so excited. Oh, did you notice? Did you recognize um in Jonah's awful that the person got fired is the second secondary yep. character in The Bear? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. She's the the young chef that starts working awesome. at the restaurant. Sid- she plays a character called Sydney, I believe. Okay. And then she gets kind of promoted to to second in command, it seems seems like. Yep. Um, or yes. I mean that happened at the end of last season. And yeah, I'm super excited for this. Can confirm all um however many episodes. I thought I heard the number earlier, but all episodes will be out this Thursday. Oh, um, all at once? No. Yep. Yeah, June twenty second. So oh, before we play the trailer and wrap up, what what's your plan gonna be for watching? Probably just gonna was- watch them all. Well, I was really hoping they would just do like a release of like two at a time max. And I'm kind of bummed that they're doing all 10 because there's yeah. 10. Oh, there's 10 episodes, by the way. Okay, 10. Yep. Um, Shoot. I don't know. I really want to try and watch them like sparingly, but I'll probably binge and watch like four at a, at a time. Yeah, I'm going to start watching on Thursday when it comes out, see how far I get. And then usually I get distracted on the weekend with various things. So yeah. I don't know that we'll have finished season two by the time we record on uh, next week, but we'll have watched a good chunk of it and we'll figure out the best way to kind of like, it's not really a spoilery show, but no. we'll, we'll decide how much we want to talk about the full season. And I think it'll week. help if I get a friend of the show podcast, um, Isaac involved because he's not a binger. So mm. maybe if I watch it with him, then it'll make me like hold off on watching all of them. So yeah, new tactic. I, <laughs> I'm totally, I, I think it would totally benefit from kind of like taking our time and, and we can watch one chunk for next week. And then we'll obviously move on to something else, but we can give updates pretty soon. The idol will be over and I won't have to give weekly updates on that. And we can, (laughs) we can give updates on uh, the bear um, in the future as well. Of course. Perfect. All right. Well, here we go. Here's a little bit of the trailer, which I hadn't watched. I haven't Um, watched. Yeah. Yeah. And so don't, don't listen. Okay. <laughs> this is coming from a place of wanting to start fresh and clean. This is going to be a destination spot. We drafted a quick term sheet. We need more money. Will you turn that thing off, please? How's that not making you insane? I don't mind it. It's a facelift, it's not a gun. Bear, it is a facelift and a gun. It's, it's gonna take six months to open. Six months? That's being what? Confident? Cocky. Crazy. Still thinking chaos menu? Yeah, chaos menu, but. So, yeah, they're starting a new restaurant. That's all we know. Yep. Perfect. With all the money they found in the soup cans. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, Ashley, that's it for this week. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.